We have one of the greatest all-time music directors joining me here tonight on the show, Director X. He is a winner of a BT Award, Juno Award, Grammy nominee, directed some of the greatest music videos in music history from Jay-Z, Nelly, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Sean Paul. We can go on and on. He's got a list there that is really matchless to none. And he's here on the show here tonight. Director X, how's it going? Welcome to the show, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Life 365, iHeartRadio. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Happy to be here. Of course. I want to start right from the beginning as we get into this interview in which the first hip hop record that you recall that you listened to when you were younger that got you into this genre was Raising Hell by Run DMC, Walk This Way. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. My sister bought the album. That was a big pop pop hit when I had the album. I had the vinyl. The original print that's a legendary Run DMC iconic music group got you into hip hop and you started out as someone that wanted to be a graphic designer in this business early on designing logos. You're pulling up to parties and you were telling the people at the parties who designed your flyer. They suck. I'm better. That was my, that was my line. You know, when I started really, really like at first I thought I was going to be a comic book artist. And then in high school, I came across graphic design and said, Oh, maybe that that's the thing. And then from graphic design, it led to directing. And I can see in my style and definitely in my sensibilities, there's a combination of, those two things you know have you thought about getting into comics later on here now in your career because no no, 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 no. I, I would have had to have been as dedicated to illustration as i've been to filmmaking you know so that's not just a that's not just a bike you can just start riding riding again you know what i mean mm-hmm. you started to move on from there you eventually moved out of your house at a young age and you actually ended up living in your friend's studio and you started writing rhymes for these artists that were your friends. Yeah, a little something. I'm crazy. It's not like I was a full-on songwriter, but, you know, I'll be in there working with them. And so, that, and again, another part of it, the writing part of it. So you can, all this stuff all culminates. The storytelling that I learned in comic books, the poetry that I eventually started just writing poetry. So the writing of that and um, the visual style of graphic design all really inform who I am today all the way to you eventually working under Hype Williams. You It all started when you were reaching out to Vibe Magazine. Yeah, you yeah. Sent well, them your, your they did a story on Hype. So I, um, you know, I I wanted to find him, so I went to them. You give me a, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying, to get, trying to get connection through, through them to him. And they gave me the number to the office, which was fair. You're not asking too much to get an office number. You know what I mean? I, I was about Huh? Mimi Valdez picked up the phone. Mimi Valdez, who's on, who now is a, you know, full-on music producer, manager, like, you know what I'm saying, man? You're going to know, you're going to meet people in this business or any business that you're going to know for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. What's insane and inspiring and people should really listen to this because it happens to creatives in this field, such as yourself, is when that you thought you were relying on a friend when you actually sent your work to a friend to hand off to, I think it was, was it to hype? No, uh, my friend worked for some other director. I can't even remember his name now, but she, you know, she worked for him and, you know, thank God, thank God she didn't do it. You know, it's the thing, things that aren't, there's there's things we all want, right? Man, I wish I was this. I wish I was this in my career. I I wish I was doing this thing. Everybody wishes, everyone has goals. Everyone has dreams. And um, sometimes it gets frustrating. Like, why am I not at this place in my life? Why am I not reaching this goal? Um, 
And sometimes you're not reaching it at that time where the, the, the wraparound is actually a blessing in, in disguise. Sometimes you just have to trust in God and trust the universe. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, she didn't show him. Luckily for me, I could have ended up there. Right. And, uh, and I focused on what I was going after and I was getting in with height. Something that really showed your work ethic was when you were going to these labels such as loud records and showing everyone your videos. And I love when you were telling the secretary in the office that you're going to watch this video. Yeah. Look, I still tell people if you're in the art, if you're any of the arts, you need to show people. Hey, I'm yo, I'm great. Whatever. <laughs> That's it. As opposed to yo, take a look, take a listen, do your best. Like get in people's faces. I'm I'm still very surprised that that part of the game, all this time now, for people not to be on it like that. Like yo, this is what my work looks like. This is what my music sounds like. This is what my look at this. Look at this. Right. Promote yourself, man. Show your work. You think that social media plays a factor in that because people are more hiding behind the screen and not as socially conscious and not outgoing as they used to be? If anything, social media should be pushing that, or you should be out there with your, you know what I'm saying? Sending links and putting it up and posting. And this is what you do. Show me you do it. You should love it. Should be your page, should be your page, should be your portfolio. Do you remember the first time that you met Hype Williams? Yeah, he came in the office. So it was, you know, just normal business day stuff he came in and it was coming to his office and i was in there started doing storyboards under him and you were a visual consultant on belly in which people often think it's more than what it was but it was storyboards you were drawing the storyboards yeah, storyboard. yeah. you actually went out to jamaica yeah yeah we went to jamaica and drew storyboards for like a day or two and then we just fucked around <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The jet skis and like you're just having a good time. But hey, what a what a wonderful fucking life, you know? How was it on that set of Belly? Especially, what do you think makes it so aesthetically appealing to this day in which it it hasn't aged? That introduction, Hype and Malik, man, Hype's a genius. Uh, Malik, who was the DP, is another genius, and those guys together have uh, a real history they see eye to eye they just really have a partnership that is very special and they just made this incredibly beautiful movie um you know like you said it's, it still holds up those visuals the things that are going on are undeniable <clears throat> some of the most important ones early on in your video debuts were red man and epmd you've often credited those as the most important videos in the beginning of your career yeah, uh, Red Man and EPMD, especially Red Man, that was a big one. EPMD was like, oh my God, we're doing a video for EPMD. Um, that was quite a quite a thing for me. Um, then to do Red Man, well, you know, that's when people were like, okay, uh, you're you're here. That was my hit. Just like everybody, you got to have a hit. And then you need to follow up with more hits, which I've been blessed enough to do. But the, that was the hit. That was my first hit. That's what got me. Really got me like, yo, X do this or hey come do that or her like i was on it's always interesting to hear the beginning of a career and especially how it leads me into my next question what music video throughout your career was when you found your directing style um it all developed i would say uh bit by bit there was um there was Donnell Jones, Where I Want to Be, I think was another big video for me. Um, 
there's one that not a lot of people know. Uh, trading, uh, they're changing faces, ladies, man. Was this video? But it was the first time I actually got to do my sets because I really wanted to build these sets, and it was such a thing with these guys. You know, just like anything, when oh, we know you for these types of videos. No, no, I want to do these types. There's a very big struggle, even though I was doing big videos. It was hard for, for someone for for someone to trust that I was going to build this. I'm going to build something. And it'll be amazing. I've never seen you build anything before. I don't know. So that was the first step in like beginning that graphic set design ability that I have. That was a big one. And then uh, when people really noticed it, G Depp, I'll be that. That was big. So like, oh, this guy can build sets. And uh, there was um, like, what, what was that other one? We had G Depp, I'll be that. Uh, Sean Paul gave me the light. That was another big one. You know, like it was just, again, it's a step by step process, man. Uh, getting to that point. But it, you know, it is what it is. You got to, it is what it is, bro. That's how the game goes. A story of, of inspiration here in which you didn't give up and you kept on going. And that's why you're here today, especially was when Hype Williams gave you an important pep talk in which you ke- you got to get out of that mind frame thinking that you suck for the party time remix. Because you thought that the because the video didn't come out the way you wanted it. You thought it was horrible and you had to go back home and read up on your craft. Yeah, you had to go learn. You know, look, there's 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 some things you can learn just being around. But there's a part of the game, no matter what you're doing, where you got to study. You got to go study this shit, bro. It's not enough just to kind of be, oh, yeah, I know what you're doing. Okay, yeah. That didn't work every time, man. At some point, you need to go and fucking do that work work, you know? What was the missing key that you had to read up on? And you could even be still reading up on it to this day, because I know during quarantine that you continue to read up to this day and watch videos and tutorials on YouTube. You have them all on your playlist. I, 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 I do a lot. I have a big playlist that's just um, uh, uh, story structure stuff, writing, character, uh, just the, the, the like that's where so there's a part of, of the game that you need to pay attention to what are you compelled to do right you, you there's yeah there's always going to be fundamentals that you're going to have to keep an eye on but what part of the game that you're just drawn to want to do want to you know what i mean and i'm very compelled by story structure and storytelling right now and um you know this stuff is important because you're for what i do I need to walk into a room, especially if that's not, I'm not a writer. I didn't come in through writing, but I have to walk into a room of writers. You know, I have Robin Hood coming together right now. Make sure you check that out when that, when it, when it comes on TV. And um, I'm now in a room full of writers and I got to speak to them in the language of writing. And they need to say, okay, this guy, this guy, it's even more now. It's not like, oh, he had, there's, oh, this guy's in the room because he's the boss or, you know what I'm saying? But he shouldn't really be here. Versus, okay, this guy's in here because he's the boss, but oh shit, he knows what he's fucking talking about. Okay, cool. We work, you know what I mean? And that's in any industry. Doesn't matter what you go to, you know, as you go up the ladder, you're going to walk into a few, room, few rooms where they're going to be like, man, what the fuck is this guy doing here? <laughs> you know and you got to show them you're there for a fucking reason. And they're like, okay, let's go. And again, that means you got to do the work. You got to do the studying. At some point, you got to study this shit. It's more, yes, an instinct is very, very important. You, you might just have that gut feeling, and that that's great. But that only gets strengthened when you do that research and that homework. 
you've showed us that you're here for a reason the past two decades and you keep building upon your portfolio and you want to separate the two entities, which is Director X and Julian Christian Lutz. I don't know so much se- threat, uh, separate them as much as just, you know. Establish yourself with your good name. Yeah, yeah. Have that all have that all understood. It's all one, you know, Batman, Bruce Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Tony Stark. It, they know that Tony Stark is Iron Man in the comics. You know what I'm saying? The Fantastic Four. They know all their real names and they know their, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm, I've gone to that stage of my superhero. It's no longer just... It's no longer just my, uh, you know, Zen. Now you, I don't have a secret identity anymore, basically. Did you ever, because I, I want to get into a quick horror discussion here, because on Wikipedia, when I was reading and other articles online as well, Razor Wire was a film that you were set to direct. It was a horror film, but it never moved into production. Yeah, yeah, it was a really great uh, idea. Still, you know, wish that could come together, but, you know, it's just, it's not how the game works. Sometimes there's lots of, lots of things that never launched. So it's very special when uh, if you're a director, if you're listening to this because you're a director, if you do anything and get it done, it's an accomplishment. You need to be very proud of that. And again, you know, uh, put that work in to really make it the best you can make it, whether that's a short film or that's a major motion picture. You got to treat this shit like it's very, very, it's amazing that you're doing it. It's amazing that you've, that you've been able to organize it and do this thing, you know, uh, at whatever level that it is, whether you're shooting it, producing it, even just a PA, there's a lot of people that would die for the opportunity to even be the, a PA on a major motion picture. Imagine being a production assistant on the last Batman movie. Pretty fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the fucking guy who runs around. He's like, go get this, go get that. Stand there, put that over there. You know what I'm saying? And that's fucking awesome. And that's the million people who wish they were there, let alone the head of a department let alone the director or the DP or the producer. You know what I mean? There's a, so wherever you're at, if you're in the game to some level, appreciate that, man. I appreciate that you're a step closer. Did you ever draw any inspiration now that you're, you're such a cin- cinematic director and you're moving more into the film and TV side from any of the horror film directors of, even if you look at directors such as Dario Argento and Fulci? No, I'm not a big uh, horror guy. So, you know what I mean? My, my manager, my friend, he, he loves the horror genre. I'm not, that's not my, I wouldn't say that's the shit I love, you know? Um, I really love like guys like David Fincher. Uh, Denise Villeneuve is quite amazing. Uh, you know, there's, I have my own little lane, but the horror, I can appreciate it. And when I do watch these movies, I mean, look, there's a lot of really talented directors in the world. So uh, there, there's a lot of people to really, you know, send raise a blast to an important element that it relates to the topic that we're on now that changed music videos forever is the thriller video. Did you ever reflect on that video and see how that really changed the oh, game? Of course. Movie? Of course. That was a very special moment in the game. Uh, I mean, groundbreaking that uh, thriller. I'm not sure if it is. In, it, it might be in a museum. I think it might actually be like in the national archive or some stuff. And it deserves to be, it, it's a, it's a culture planetarily culture shifting moment in entertainment right and uh yeah of course and like i said some somewhere out there there's a guy that was a pa on thriller and that's a story he tells like his kids are tired yeah dad you were production okay you worked on thriller yeah i worked on thriller i used to get the apple boxes and give you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that's that's a big deal (laughs) 
One of my favorite songs that you did the music for of all time was Nori's band from TV. How is it being on set with all those superstars, especially pun? Uh, it's really something, man. I underexposed the whole fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I fucked it up. But uh, yeah, it was something. One of the greatest. And you don't get tracks like that in hip hop too much anymore, where you had all those five MCs on one track. So it's really a story to be told in which that you have. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not the same no more, man. It's not the same. No. And just to get in more into your filmography and just directing Rihanna's Pond the Replay and Nelly, Drake. When did you start to hear about Drake being from Toronto? Was it during his mixtape phase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard the buzz. Again, I was living in America more than I was. In, so I was spending, I was like 90% of my time I was in New York or LA. So I come back to Toronto occasionally. But yeah, definitely like, yeah, Drake, da 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 da, this, you know, is this, is that. Like it was beginning to bubble and People are like, yo, this guy can fucking rhyme. So, yeah, now here we are. <laughs> Biggest artist in the fucking world. How crazy is that? And, and HYFR winning, the, winning that video. You got an award for that video. When did you guys start to establish a relationship? Because you guys got great chemistry. Um, That one was a while ago. It took a minute before it finally did one together and that one so that was great because it was i remember talking to him about it he really he really understood and understands how important a music video is um to really really put the work in to make something creative so it hits and he'll really and he'll take the time to make a video so it hits you know what i mean um and it can be frustrating for everyone else around the production <laughs> yes uh this is a very like we got to do it in a week and then you just rush to get it done in a week and he'll say ah, i'm not doing it so but the payoff is that like hyper was a big hit video everyone loved it it was fun it was exciting it was an interesting thing it was like you gotta if you're in the music game man really put that time in to make a video that is entertaining um more than you know what i mean i know it's very tempting like i got a car and my friends and these girls yeah, but do a little creative work, bro. Do what, what else can you do with the car and your friends and these girls that makes this more than just a car, your friends and girls? In another hit video that we can get into is Hotline Bling, and it was even a parody on Saturday Night Live of, well, we know, I don't even want to say his name, but the 45. I got, I got Donald Trump. Donald Trump, Trump yeah. Motherfucker, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. It's crazy. This is crazy. Like I said, these videos and that one, the record, the video going big. It was such a big, like, oh my, it just, everything looks so large, right? The dancing, it keeps going back. Color schemes. The color schemes, expressing yourself, not being afraid to perform, right? If you look at it, people don't really do the science, but Bobby Schmurter's whole career launched from that dance, remember? The Schmurter dance. The Schmurter dance. It's literally dance. To this day, you put that record on, people do that dance. That's what turned that motherfucker up. Drake, I mean, Drake has a career, period. But look what him going out and dancing did for him. Y'all motherfuckers need to dance again, man. Men dance. I don't know what everyone's afraid of. Go out and dance. The girls will like you more. Your life will only get better if you fucking dance. I'm telling y'all. Good or bad. Just fucking dance. Video's also become a meme, too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. The, the meme moment. That was one of the big meme moments. And you still see it occasionally. People still pull out the fucking the hand. The, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You still see that one. 
it's so iconic. It's become a meme. It's insane. Who are some of the most creatives that you've worked with as far as artists when you are working on these music videos and some that may have even shocked you of how creative they were? Um, I mean, Rosalia is incredible. Usher is great. Uh, Drake, of course, he's super into the process. Puff is even really in there. Diddy, like he's really in there in the creative process. Uh, Christina Aguilera is on top of her shit. Um, Ariana Grande on top of her shit. Sierra on top of it. There's a lot of the big female artists, what I've noticed, are all on top of it in a way that even the top men are not. Like, they're they're watching the T's, they're watching the eyes in, in, in a major way. So um, off the top of my head, those guys are really great. Will I Am is another one, a very serious creative. He's a partner. All those people are partners in the creative process, um, as they should be. It's their work, you know what I mean? And they're, they're great. What's the best way to maintain a balance and still come out with a great product as far as a music video? Because you always hear the stories of people going over budget, or the budgets are cut, unfortunately. What's the best way to maintain your budget and still come out with a great product in a music video? Um, I think there's two things. I think on the on the money side, if you're spending the money, the question you should ask yourself is, if this video sucks, would I pay to do it over? And if you say to yourself, yes, you should, you should at least double the budget. Or take the budget, cut it in half and put that third. So I put a, you know what I'm saying? You should spend more money is what I'm trying to say. If you would reshoot that video, spend the more money because then you're in a work. What's worse is spending the money, dumping it and spending it all over again. You feel what I'm saying? So that's important. Um, on the creative side, you got to look at the thing and imagine, put yourself in that situation. If I was running out of time and the day started late, what would I lose? Right. It's, it's you got to you really got to be realistic. I know you have big ideas and big dreams, but if you can't do it in a day, you're not going to be able to do it in a day. And a lot of times, especially when you're younger in the business, people will walk right into a knowingly undoable situation and then try and do it and then find themselves in a fucking disaster. Um, you know, so. We've heard the stories about the Terror Dome and the Thunderdome and all that, especially from California Love. You hear the stories of Ike Williams and Tupac. What was the most expensive video set that you worked on that had to be paid up for budget? Uh, the Thong Song Remix. It was a million-dollar fucking music video. Cisco. Cisco. Thong Song Remix. <laughs> million dollars. Back in those days, they'd spend a million dollars trash it and spend another million dollars they spent a million dollars on the first video, spent a million dollars on the remix. But when, when the economy was good, let me tell you all something. The music industry showed you that when the money was there, they were going to spend that money. They were there to entertain you. They were, we were going for it, bro. Going for it. You got all these features out. Superfly was an important part of your career, important moment. You got across the line you got so many things that you've done accomplished in your career so far are you working on your next feature film i know you mentioned robin uh, right now no i'm working on the show so robin hood is the that's that's what's on my plate right now uh if you remember that show orphan black it's the same production company same broadcaster so the same people that brought you orphan black uh are bringing you robin hood i'm the new i'm the creator of the show it's a modern day take on robin hood uh this time the robin is a girl it's spelled with a y so you know robin hood they live at the corner of Sherwood and Forest. You know what I mean? Uh, 
but you know, at its core, it's it's Robin Hood, rob from the rich, give to the poor. You know, um, really being loyal to the original folklore. Like we're doing Robin, we're doing modern Robin Hood, which is part of the fun, bringing back all those characters and and all those things. So it's real nerd comic. It's a comic book nerd, a real comic book nerd, bringing that sensibility to the show. Um, yeah, so y'all keep your eye out for that. It'll be a minute. We still got to, you know, we got a lot of work to do. We got to shoot this motherfucker, write the episodes. Like we just getting started. But when you when you see that come around, ah, okay, Robin Hood. Operation Prefrontal Cortex. I want to touch on this because you're doing a lot to raise awareness about the gun violence in, in Toronto. And I heard about what happened at a, a New Year's Eve party in which that unfortunately you were shot and. This was a really kind of sparked this whole movement with you. Yeah, I got I got shot in my back. I got hit in my back. The bullet went through two people and hit me. So uh, all those movies that you watch when people like use a, like a person as like a shield and then like they shoot the person and the person's behind them like it was like no no when they hide behind doors or hide behind desks or uh, hide behind a couch that's not stopping a bullet. Bullets go through things, you know, go through people. So. Um, I started this organization with my friend called Operation Prefrontal Cortex. And it's really how a lot of this violence is coming from traumatized individuals. Right. And I don't know if you know anyone who's, who's, you know, been in the streets like that, you, you know, what that life does to you or growing up in a neighborhood where violence is very regular or growing up in a traumatizing home. Um, it changes the way your brain develops, right? If you're young, and there's the two things that will do this. Neglect. So if you ignore your kid, abuse. If you abuse your kid, it is the same thing. It does the same thing to the brain. It shrinks the prefrontal cortex, which is decision-making, and enlarges the amygdala, which is, which is emotional control. And you're, you're snappier. You lose control faster, right? And, uh, and stress does this. So, you know, when you get a little snappy after you had a stressful day or stressful week, that's actually because your brain is changing. It's shrinking your prefrontal cortex. It's enlarging your amygdala. It's making you snappier. And because um, you know, learn. You know, we've all been in situations. You know, when you snap, and your you just your 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 thinking brain just shuts off, and suddenly you're 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 going crazy, right? That that is because of the, the brain, the the prefrontal cortex being too small and the amygdala being too big. Meditation reverses that. Meditation is like exercising your brain. It's the way you have to look at it. It's literally brain exercise. And when you do it, your prefrontal cortex gets bigger. That's like your muscles, right? And your literally your 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 muscles. You know what I'm saying? And your amygdala shrinks. That the emotional part of your brain, your gut, that shrinks. Just like exercise. You exercise long enough, your belly gets smaller, and your, and your muscles get bigger. Same thing happens in the brain. And and when you do that. You just deal with stress a whole lot different. It takes a lot more for you. It's not that you never get angry. It's not that you'll never, you know, it's not like you can't go there anymore. But it takes, it takes the, the what, what, what makes you go there takes a lot more. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, this is, this is what we're promoting. This is what we're educating people about with a real focus on uh, the violence in the streets and getting that messaging out to people about what meditation can do for them. Are there any things that you're doing to expand that even further and to create in some sort of mini documentary on it? We're doing a lot of work. There's things that we're working on and putting together. And like what, what the focus of, of the organization, again, this is me and my few of my friends. This isn't a big fucking government funded or, you know what I'm saying? Like no. it's not a charity like that. So it's just, but what we all do, we all come from this space, this entertainment space. A lot of us come from that space. 
And we feel that's the real power of the organism, of, of meditation. You don't need a program from me. You don't need me to walk. You, I, you need to know, oh, meditation could help me be calmer. Oh, really? Yeah, meditation can help with my stress. And it'll, yeah. Oh, and you can go out and find out that right in two seconds. YouTube, how to meditate, guided meditation, meditation for fathers, meditations for mothers, meditations for, the, there's a meditation for, for everything. So, I mean, it's that simple. So the, the big key for us is getting that knowledge into the world. And you're doing that right now. That's something that you go back in, in time when you hear that. If you, if you were able to go tell your younger self, you would meditate. Oh, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Life-changing. If I could add the calmer me to the early me, what a better world to be in. I got so many situations that are honestly, quite honestly, embarrassing as a grown man looking back at younger me. And, I've, you know, we all have these things. But a lot of them have to do with being angry and flipping out. And, you know what I'm saying? And meditation is not just... Meditation is far more than just calm you down before you get angry. There's many, many more things. And um, I, I wish I had known about it. And for those of us that are parents, it's amazing. Get, get your kids, kids doing it right away. It'll change their entire lives for the better. So, um, I mean, until we get our act together and just make us do it in school, because every school should be doing it. Your grades get better. Everything gets better with meditation. Until we get to that point, we'll have to do it ourselves. So if you're not doing it, man, I'm telling you, Google it. How to meditate, guided meditation, download an app. It's everywhere now. Get your kids doing it. Get your get your parents doing it. Get everyone, your friends, get everyone in because it is life changing in the best. It's like exercising. I'm you sure <laughs> it's good for you. It's just good for you. There's no, there's just it's like salad. It's just good for you. And I'm sure everyone on Twitter who's crying today would want you to suggest that to Will Smith as well. <laughs> Well, like I said, bro, your emotions, when, when you sometimes the, the logic in your brain turns off and the emotions turn on and you get situations like that. Mm-hmm. But you've had many accolades and high points and we'll end on this. What is the most important thing that you're proud of that you achieved throughout your career this far? I mean, the whole thing, man, I'm very, very with my personal career. You know, like I said, I made a movie with Sony Pictures. I'm making a TV show now. Right. Um, I got I got these music videos and these commercials, I have all these really amazing things that have actually touched culture worldwide. How incredible is that to say that these say these things and and I've done these things is amazing. And now I have a production company with my best friend and manager, Fela. Taj is the guy, but Fela is the name of the company. And uh, Karina Evans, my protege, we found, you know, she came into our lives as an intern. Now she's one of the She's a massive television director. God's plan. Right? Nice for what? Nice, amazing, like incredible talent. And we have a roster full of fella.tv, if you all want to see. A roster full of amazing, talented people. That's always been diverse. We didn't, we didn't do diversity because we're, hey, let's do, we weren't doing that. We brought in directors that we uh, thought were great. And, we, and, you know, Toronto being what Toronto is, that means we got black and Indian and white and man and woman and young. And I'm now the old motherfucker in the thing. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we have this amazing roster of diverse people signed because they're talented and they're great directors, not because we were trying to check a box or navigate a game. You know what I'm saying? This is always what we've been. And now the world is looking for people like that's on our roster. So, I mean, 
pride we're proud of yes proud of my directors proud of what we're doing and the road we're going down very very blessed to uh be living a life like i said doing what i want to do I, I have big dreams i might not be doing the all the projects that i want but motherfucker the projects that i'm doing i'm pretty fucking happy with so yeah what's up and, and more coming soon director is there anything else you would love to let my audience know here tonight oh uh, man thanks for the time bro really great talking to you man i hope everyone is googling right now how to meditate you know <laughs> <laughs> you know uh director x i want to thank you for coming on the show here tonight shout out to your management for setting this up at a great time anytime that you need any promo you're always welcome on the show i appreciate you man send me some clips boy let me post some things on my social any content for <laughs> sure I'll, I'll share i'll share with your management and they can follow you actually on instagram at director x and twitter at i director x that's right let's go you got it you got it man director x take care enjoy the rest of your night i'm looking forward to everything that you have upcoming in the future congratulations on everything yeah. you've achieved Thanks, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Director X. Peace. Peace out.